So today, to follow up, I'm bringing a message I've captioned briefly, more to be desired. Somebody say, more to be desired. We'll find out from scripture. I remember during the week, from Monday through Friday in our dawn broadcast from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. GMT, I kept emphasizing these truths and brought some scriptures to our attention. Time may not permit me to read all those scriptures, but I did um, bring to our attention Proverbs chapter 4, for instance, from verse 20 through 22. I'll just quickly read through that. Proverbs 4, 20 through 30, uh, 22, rather. Proverbs 4, 20 through 22 says, this is the songwriter addressing his son, but spiritually God is addressing you and me here. He says, my son, give attention to my words. I have discovered that if you don't put a program in place for you to have an encounter with God's word, the year 2021 will also pass and you will never have that encounter. In other words, there must be a personal effort on your part, a personal quest, a personal decision, that act of your personal will to say that I want to have an encounter with God's word. Just like some people take efforts to go on a mountain somewhere and go and wait on the Holy Spirit so they can have an encounter with the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God also wants to lead you to the Word. So you must make time and give attention to His words. Now, the next line says incline. He's showing us how to do that. Incline your ear to my sayings. Then 21 says, do not let them depart from your eye. So during the week, I explained in the dumb broadcast that there are two ways by which we can give attention to God's word. Either you have inclined your word, your, your ear to his sayings, or you are reading the scriptures. Incline your ear to my sayings, then do not let them depart from your eyes. And these two windows, the ear and the eye, are the very windows Satan also uses, utilizes, takes advantage of to pop messages and information that will bring fear. So it tells you that just as faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, fear also comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And therefore we explain during the week that it matters what you hear and it matters what you read. There must be a personal decision that this year, as I seek to have an encounter with God's word, I will incline my ear to his sayings. So I even recommended that some of us should join a group where we will be hearing the audio Bible continually. And I'm telling you, it's very refreshing. Maybe if you listen to the audio Bible once, you may not get it because that's just on the surface. But as you hear the same thing over and over, faith is imparted to your spirit. The scriptures become a part of your inner consciousness. Praise the Lord. Incline your ear to his sayings and they say, do not let them depart from your heart. Then we went on to say, 
verse 21b says keep them in the midst of your heart so during the week i explained that as you are hearing the word and reading the word the next thing is to meditate on the word because it is meditation what you hear and you read that moves it from the soulless realm that is your mind into your spirit so when it says keep them in the midst of your heart it doesn't happen automatically then he gave the reason why he wants us to do that he says for they are life the word of god they are life not to everybody you see jesus said the words that i speak to you they are spirit and they are life however that is he speaking to us but you've got to find that word that will bring that life it doesn't happen automatically they are alive to those who find them not to everybody so you have people who may even preach the word teach the word and may never impart life why because the letter kills according to scripture but the spirit gives life and the spirit of the word is not ascertained automatically you must give yourself to the word you incline your ear to his sayings you allow the scriptures to occupy your sight you are reading the scriptures or you are hearing the scriptures and it must be a deliberate effort because so many things seek our attention in terms of what we want to hear what we want to read especially in this modern day of technology so many things seek our attention but there must be somebody out there in this year of glorious emergence that i'm going to give myself to the word i want to hear the word not just preach you see there are so many preachings going on i'm talking about the scriptures themselves from genesis through revelation you just hear it continually and then out of what you are hearing you will form your messages that you also preach are you there because if you want to hear only preachers then what is going to happen is that and i'm not condemning hearing preachers i love hearing preachers what's going to happen is that you will limit yourself to somebody's revelation somebody's rima but what about you Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. When you find the word, you also speak and it will be spirit and it will be life. And that's what God wants to achieve through you and me. That he will use you and me to speak life to others. They are life to those who find them. Not just life for yourself, but life for others who also hear you. Then he added, and medicine. That is health. The Hebrew word is mape. That is medicine helped all their flesh how i desire that this year our glory our year of glorious emergence in the midst of change strain of covid 19. did you hear what i said in the midst of change strain because in europe they say that the the, the strands of covid 19 have changed they have mutated they have undergone mutation and they have become more resistant to what they used to use to cure others in the midst of the change strains of the COVID-19 virus. In other words, through the changing scenes of life, I pray that you will find health to all your flesh. And the secret is they are life. God's word is life to those who find them and God is true. It doesn't happen automatically anyway it happens to those who give themselves to the word he says and health and medicine to all not some of their flesh all their flesh in other words from the crown of your head 
to the soles of your feet that in every fiber of your being in every bone of your body in every cell of your blood there is health and vitality i pray that shall be your story in the name of jesus christ may you find life even as you find the word of god as you hear it and as you read it may you find out of the word sometimes i will hear the word being you know read and i'll be like like i remember when i got to matthew 5 for instance something caught my attention so i went back to it i said this is beautiful you know he was talking about doing the word of god then he said those who look at how he put it he said i just heard it but it caught my attention in other words that's how we find life he said those who teach and do the word you see no those who teach but do not do the word shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven but those who do and teach that caught my attention because quickly it reminded me of acts chapter 1 verse 1 that jesus the things that jesus began both to do and to teach those who do and teach that's god's order he didn't say those who teach and do even in Ezra chapter 7 verse 10 he says that Ezra had purpose in his heart to study the word to do it and to teach it what I'm saying is that as you hear the word of God there will be a rima there will be a revelation something will catch your attention and I pray that shall be your experience in the name of Jesus Christ and when it does repent yield yourself to the word because that same word will be the document that will judge us on the last day I hope you know that Bible says all things are unveiled before him with whom we will give account and to whom much is given, much is required. They are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Then during the week, we also look at Job 23 verse 12. Let me go there quickly. Job 23 verse 12. Job chapter 23 verse 12. This is Job talking here. He says, I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. Then he said, I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? I have treasured. No one God could commend Job to Lucifer, to Satan, that have you seen my servant Job? There is none like him. Because the man had a secret. He says, I have not departed the commandment of his lips. Job knew God's commandments. Remember at the time, the, the, the law of Moses had not been given. Job was a patriarch. He was one of the founding founders, I mean, after, after Adam. He lived long before Adam. Those were his days. But he knew the commandment of the Lord. How he knew it, I don't know. But he had an encounter with God. And for that matter, with the word of God. And he said, I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured. This, this is a secret. I have what? Treasured. The King James says, I have esteemed. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. I don't know what you treasure. Because sometimes we treasure other things and then put God's word at last. After we have labored throughout the day and we are tired, that's when 
you want to just take you know the bible whether on your phone or just start reading by the time you read three verses you have those of anybody with that kind of experience don't don't treat god's word like that no don't treat god's word like that don't give god's word a second place because he won't take it he's a jealous god so if you give him the second place know that it won't work you will read it but it will only inform you it will not impart life to your spirit they are alive to those who find them not to every believer but the ones and you don't find until you seek so there must be a personal effort to seek i'm seeking something and when you see it when you when you seek and you find it it becomes a treasure so he says i have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food i believe this was where jesus was coming from when he said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of god he didn't say man shall not live by bread at all that would be out of place but there's a place for his word that that sustains the physical body in other words jesus was saying that it's not only food that sustains the physical body there comes a time where you may not go on food but you go on his word and the word does something more than food because food lim is limited to the physical body but the word of god transcends the physical body it moves from spirit soul and then body they are alive to those who find them and help to all their flesh but it doesn't start from the flesh it starts with the word that is in your heart colossians 3 16 we looked at it during the week also he says let the word of christ dwell in you richly richly hear more of his word read more of his word and as it stores itself in you as the word is packed up in you out of the abundance of the heart what will happen the mouth will speak i pray this year the glory of the word will rub on all of us in the name of jesus now let me just end with psalm 19 today and that's where we pick our theme from more to be desired I will encourage you to read the whole of Psalm 19, but let me pick from verse 7 through 11. Psalm 19, 7 through 11. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. You want somebody to convert this year? You want somebody to be born again? You know the word. And the word of God will bring conviction to that individual when you start preaching it. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. Then he said, the testimony, the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Still talking about the word. The word of God has different names to it. First, it's called the law of the Lord. I think last Sunday we even saw James saying that the, he described the word of God as the perfect law of liberty. Meaning that when you give yourself to the word, you see, the law of Moses kept people in bondage. The more they tried to do right, the more they found themselves doing wrong. And the law made sin exceedingly sinful. The law exposed the weakness of man and the wickedness of the heart of man. But when you give yourself to the word of God, I'm talking about the word of his grace, the word of Christ. Because we don't live under the law of Moses, we live under the law of Christ. Bible talks about the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. When we give ourselves to the word, which James says is the perfect law of liberty, it liberates you. Did you hear that? It does what? It liberates you. 
Do you know this was the reason why somebody has rightly said that deliverance is not conducted, it is preached. Can I say that again? Deliverance is what? It's not conducted. I find people who say that I am going through ABC. Can I come so that you deliver me? And there is nothing wrong with that because you have the grace so you can impart that. But it is more profitable when you can teach the individual that when you give yourself to the word, the word will deliver you, it will liberate you. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Then he said to preach deliverance to the captives. As the word is communicated, as it imparts life, the word liberates you. So by the time you walk out of church or wherever you hear the word from, you are liberated. Demons check out. Wasn't it the case in the days of Jesus when he was preaching? He would be preaching and demons would cry out with loud voice. We, we know you. You are the, the Christ. What have you come here to do? Have you come here to, to, to destroy us before our time? That was deliverance taking place. He, he was not conducting deliverance. He was preaching deliverance. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you will find deliverance. You will find your liberty as you give yourself to the word. Hallelujah. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Anybody wanting wisdom this year, the testimony of the Lord will make you wise. Then he said, the statues of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. Oh, how many people are depressed. Especially those who have gone through the battles of life. And they are battered by the storms of life. And they feel weary and worn out and, and feel like giving up. There's a secret to triumphant living. The word of God in your heart will rejoice the heart. In other words, in the midst of storms, you will still find a certain joy. And the joy of the Lord is what? It's our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So, so you don't find that joy working automatically. It is the it is the statues of the Lord. God's word is called statues. It rejoices the heart. It's it's something you can't you can't explain, but you have to experience for yourself. If that is not your experience, just so that maybe you just read the scriptures or just hear the scriptures read, but you don't give attention to it because he says, My son, give attention to my words. Pay attention. Let them become your, your meditation. Many of us take time and meditate on our problems. And anything you meditate on is amplified. Take note. Everything you focus on is amplified. So the more you focus on your problems and you are meditating on them, the more your problems become a mountain. They look unsurmountable. It's like this one I can't overcome. But as you meditate on the word, you see that giant becoming like, you know, like, like, look at David. David said to Goliath, "This uncircumcised Philistine, I will, I will, I will give his flesh to the to the bears of the air." It takes a certain kind of faith, and that faith doesn't come automatically. It comes by the by the hearing of the word, because that's what the Bible says: faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word. Maybe you have found yourself in a situation where it looks like, come on, this one, I cannot take it any longer. I'm drowning, I'm sinking. Let the word take its place in your heart. As it rejoices the heart, you will find yourself laughing. 
even in the midst of storms look at jesus an example for us the bible says that there was a storm a great storm this was physical literal storm but he was sleeping at the hinder part at the at the back part of the ship on a pillow whilst water was entering the ship the man was asleep they went to him master master carest thou not that we perish don't you care come on jesus cares first peter 5 7 says casting all your care upon him for he cares for you but they were asking don't you care how do you ask the man who cares that don't you care it's because they didn't know the word and in fact many of the things jesus spoke to them it didn't make spirit to them they were men of the senses so they couldn't get the spirit of the word many other things it was after jesus christ had ascended to heaven and brought the holy spirit as a gift that was got understanding into the deeper things of god but until then they were men of the senses and of course in the senses you will never perceive spiritual things to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace let me go on verse 8b the 8a says the statutes of the lord are right rejoicing the heart the commandment of the lord is pure enlightening the eyes when god's word finds its proper room in your heart you will see what others don't see when they see that a storm is coming you can see that in the midst of the storms you have a way out hallelujah when they say that here we are finished you just tell them that come on this is the beginning we are not finished the Bible says, when men are cast down, you shall say what? There is a lifting up. How does that happen when your eyes are enlightened by the word? When the word of Christ enters you, all of a sudden you see every impossible situation possible. You talk differently and they wonder, what kind of person is this? It's because the word has enlightened your eyes. The eyes of your understanding are enlightened to know what others don't know, to see what others don't see, and to appreciate what others don't appreciate. I pray that the entrance of his word will enlighten the eyes of your understanding in the name of Jesus. Then the nine says, the fear of the Lord, another name for the word of God is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is clean enduring forever have you asked yourself why i don't have endurance for some things some people are just zero tolerance for every nonsense they just can't take nonsense they will bust out you know they'll tell you that look i will i will show you my other side but i think that our other side should be that of christ and not the one that is crucified the flesh is crucified the fear of the lord is and it takes the fear of god so the word of god will teach you the fear of the lord and then you realize that see the thing that you want to retaliate about the thing that you want to fight about there's no need fighting about it because the word of god called the fear of the lord will give you endurance that is where the fruit of the spirit is is grown today i heard a preacher say something very beautiful before i came he said the fruit of the spirit okay then he said as we grow in christ so we grow 
in the fruit of the spirit and it's, that's a powerful statement in other words we the fruit of the spirit is born in our spirit by the help of the holy spirit but as we grow in christ then you are also growing in the fruit of the spirit and you know the fruit of the spirit galatians chapter five one of them is endurance i won't say one of them it's a fruit it's one fruit and I even heard him say that, don't say that I like joy, but I don't like long suffering. It's one fruit. So once you take the fruit, you eat the whole fruit. You enjoy the whole fruit. And one aspect of the fruit is endurance. It takes the word of God to grow that endurance. I pray this year, 2021. Last week, I remember I mentioned last Sunday that the first quarter will be turbulent. But you've got to tighten your belt. How are you going to tighten your belt? It's the word. It's not a physical act. The word of Christ, the word of God in you will make you endure. The first quarter may be turbulent. It may not even apply to everybody. Okay? It may be specific people who was talking to. But whatever be the case, after the turbulence, you will emerge gloriously. It's our year of glorious emergence. It's our year. And this God who is so faithful, I see him having gone ahead of us and making that which is impossible, possible. Listen, child of God, he has made a way for you and me. If you believe it, shout a louder, amen. Okay, then the next line of verse 9 says, The judgment of the Lord, the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. You want to live the righteous life? You want to live the truthful life? Just give yourself to the judgments of the Lord. The word of God shows us his judgments. Yesterday somebody was telling me that I fear the judgment of God and I feel that if I don't take care, I'll go to hell. Then I said, then he said, oh, so I'm also going to die and go to hell. I said, why are you talking like that? Then I told him what I believe in and what I preach. I told him that, no, I don't preach like that and I don't talk like that. In fact, I explained something I've said in this house over and over to him that rather than looking for death so you will not face judgment and you're not even sure whether you go to heaven or hell, why don't you look for the day when death shall be swallowed up in victory? But that's what we are supposed to expect. We are supposed to work towards his coming, not towards death. Hallelujah. And I explained to him that, you see, the judgment of the Lord is simple. So why are you saying that? I said, because the same document that will be opened on the judgment day, we have it already. So he says, judge yourself so you will not be judged. So if you are afraid of the judgment of God, it simply means that you are not judging yourself with the word. And then I quoted that scripture that says that all things are unveiled before him, before whom we will give account. So the word knows us. When you give yourself to the word and the word convicts you that Adiri, Jai, you, you stop. This thing stop. You stop. But when the word convicts you, Bible says, he who is often reproved and hardens his heart shall one day be destroyed suddenly without remedy. May that not be your story and my story. That when the word convicts us, we will say, yes, Lord. When the word says that don't do this, don't do it. Because it's the same word. One day, we will all stand before him and the same word will be open. I said, do you remember? I showed you this and I told you don't do it and you still did it. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Verse 10 is where we pick our theme from. More to be desired are they than gold. 
is God saying that we shouldn't desire gold? In fact, this scripture actually shows that it is okay to desire gold. Those of us who are super spiritual and create to the extreme, okay, and you believe that money will come automatically, it doesn't come automatically. There's a place for work. There's a place for for hard labor. And of course, the blessing of the Lord on your work will bring the riches. When I was listening to the scriptures today, I was listening to Abraham, whose um, wife had died and he was looking for a burial place for his wife. And then the people among whom he dwelt were like, come on, you are a noble man amongst us. Take any portion of the field and bury your dead. And Abraham insisted, it was a dialogue back and forth, but he insisted, from what I was hearing, he insisted that, no, I will not take this thing for free. I have, and then he said, then the man said that, but this is how many articles of silver. So don't worry, he carried it and said, you take it. In other words, those who love free, 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 free things, there's a, there's a cost for free things, hallelujah. Free things are not that free, you. they have their price. And it is more blessed to give than to receive. And Abraham just knew. He, you may call it pride, but it was not pride. It was an attitude that, look, I'm not going to say you made me rich. And I'm not going to be like one day you say that, okay, we gave him the land for the burial for his death. So let's go and assume the dead body and then take our land. So I'm putting price to wait. Take this money and give me the land. I pray God will bring you to that place where you have gold, you have riches. Bible says Abraham was rich in silver, gold, and cattle. Receive it in Jesus' name. Rich in what? Silver, gold, cattle. In those days, if you had cattle, you are like someone who owned limousines. More to be desired are they than gold. So it's okay to desire gold. But he says to you and me, that there is something more than gold that we should desire and that is the word all that we read from verse 7 into 10 he was telling you and me about the word that in as much as you desire gold you get up and you want to do a b c unless the lord builds the house the labor in vain that build unless the lord watch over the city the watchman watch but in vain he said it is vain to rise up early and to you know sleep late in the night and then to eat the bread of sorrows so he gives his beloved sleep in other words it's not your toil God's word will give you the wisdom and the rest and the contentment that the little you put in, it yields greater dividend. It's a word. Whether it's your business, your academic life, I know people who think that when you are a spiritual person, it means academically you feel. I don't believe in that. I believe that spiritual people should do work academically more than even those who use all their strength, learning and learning and learning. And there's something beautiful about learning. Yet, when you learn a little and God's grace, God's word is guiding you, He will even guide you the areas you should learn so you don't waste all your time. Hallelujah. Yet, I believe that knowledge is valuable. There's no knowledge that is waste. So if you learn everything, you have not wasted you know, your life. But if you learn everything, you have all the knowledge, philosophical knowledge, and the word of God is not involved. You become a confused person. Before you realize you are saying things that do not match up. Praise the Lord. More to be desired are they than gold. Yay! Than much fine gold. In other words, refined gold. Ever seen a refined gold before? 
first he was talking about the ore, the, 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 the raw material. Then he said, even if the gold is refined, still desire the word of God more than that refined gold. Why? Because if you get the word, you get the gold. Bible says all things were made by the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made. And he gave a personality to, to the word. He said all things were made by him. I have found, even yesterday, I saw another video. This one was from USA. I have found, whether home or abroad, several times, the recent fire, for instance, which of the markets, you know, every now and then, whenever there is fire, you find people coming up with, it looks as if it's arranged. It's not arranged. There is something about the word of God, even when it's not being read. Fire will burn everything, but Bible alone will remain unbent. Yesterday, I saw another video like that in the USA. Ghana here several times. Do you think it's ordinary? I don't think so. God is telling you in me that there's, he, he, he cherishes his word so much so that even fire cannot burn the physical material. Praise the Lord. More to be desired are day than gold. Yeah, than much fine gold. And I was saying that when you get the word, you have gotten the gold because all things were made by the word. So instead of chasing the gold, you chase after the word. And the word will show you where the gold is. For his word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. To show you that you do it this way. Go about it this way. Wake up at this time. Sleep. The word will guide you. He said, it shall guide you continually. That's the word. The Holy Spirit uses the word to guide us. The spirit without the word is a dangerous mission. Because you, you will accommodate something else. That is where Satan will take advantage of your ignorance. And if you realize, like it happened to people even in contemporary times. There are people in contemporary times, in the 20th century, not in the 21st century, in the 20th century, who were so used by God. Somebody, I won't mention his name here, but used by God mightily. said that even prophecies, he could, he could show it literally written on his palm and people would come and read it. And whenever he's preaching, you see a cloud, literal cloud around his head, carrying the glory physically, tangibly, mightily used by God, visited by literal angels, and will be telling him, do this, do that. And because he was unschooled, he was not educated, he depended solely on these spiritual encounters and manifestations. But you see, he didn't know the word and satan took advantage of it he didn't know that the word has said that satan appears as an angel of light so those angels that were visiting him and giving revelations one day satan changed himself into an angel and visited him and started teaching him some things that you are the elijah to come and he bought into it he believed it and started teaching that in his time this was the mid 50s in the 20th century teaching these things God sent two great men of God who have also gone to be with the Lord that go and warn this man I didn't send him to be teaching these things he wouldn't listen he sent another one go and warn him I am not in 
the message he's been preaching and he believed that because he had you see his spiritual encounters were so real and so tangible that you can't dispute that such a person talking will be talking something else other than the word of god in other words it doesn't matter your experience with the spirit if you are not guided by the word you can be misled finally one of them told him that if you do not listen this and this and this will happen and you are going to die even brushed them off that day and that same day he died through the same word that was given him hallelujah so as we desire the spirit as we desire encounters listen people have had encounters you have no idea revelation upon revelation by the spirit but greatest revelation is when the the word is expounded to you by the spirit himself but that's his ultimate desire to lead you into scriptures to lead you into the truth he said you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you not set you make you the king james says make you set means that you are just released if you release a goat that is tied to this thing it may still stay around because it's been used to you know staying around but make you free mean that you are changed from within may your change happen from within in the name of jesus christ more to be desired i'm rounding up my message more to be desired are day than gold yeah than much fine gold sweeter also than honey how many of us have tasted honey before please there's something sweeter than honey have you have you heard the word and here i'm not talking about hearing the word preach i'm talking about hearing the scriptures or reading the scriptures and then all of a sudden you feel you feel something you just feel something that is more than a feeling it's like you can't place your hand on it it's like i don't need a dead sweeter than honey that is what he meant by it rejoices the heart it attains, you can't place your hand on it but the word of god is giving you hope inspiration faith it gives you everything that you so desire it's sweeter than honey and the honey cocoa oh let me end with verse 11 moreover by them your servant is warned and in keeping them there is great reward the servant of god i'm talking about this is where he didn't get it because he could have seen the red light that hey this is a no-go area if he knew the scriptures for himself but he depended on only his spiritual experience the encounters he had had with the spirit the encounters he had had with literal angels visiting him but it is the same way that will teach you about the angels teach you about the holy spirit and teach you about your work with god i pray for every one of us including myself and those who are watching live on facebook i pray that in the name of the lord jesus christ our god our savior the soon coming king in our year of glorious emergence if there is any glory you would desire it shall be the glory of the world there are different kinds of glory. The Bible talks about the glory of the sun, the glory of the moon, the glory of the stars. The glory, there are different kinds of glory. But the glory that we hardly talk about is the glory of the world. I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ. May you have an encounter with the word until the word is literally walking through you. And when you speak, it shall be the word of God. Even greater than Ahitophel, who was considered as the oracle of God. When Ahitophel spoke, you just know that this is God talking. But because of a certain pride, 
the Bible says his wisdom was turned to foolishness. And indeed, when God turned his wisdom to foolishness, he went and hung himself. I mean, can you imagine such a great man dying so miserably? But I pray that the fear of the Lord, which is clean, will give us the enduring grace that in the midst of hardship, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of uncertainty, you will give yourself to the word. Say, my son, give attention to my words. Take God by his word. You may not have anything. Those of us who are listening right now, you may not have anything. But if you have the word, you have the greatest raw material to begin life with. All things were made by the word. And without the word was not anything made that was made. That is John chapter 1. In Hebrews chapter 1 also we discover, he said by faith, I think verse 3, he said by faith we understand that the worlds, that is the universe, were framed by the word of God. What does it mean to frame? It means to decorate. Are you looking for your life to be decorated, beautified? Because do that by his word. May the spirit of God use the word of God to beautify your life, to frame your life. Frame your marriage. Frame your business. Frame your career. Frame your finances. Maybe your finances are in shambles. You are in debt and you keep going from debt to debt. And you borrow from one bank and you're unable to pay this debt. And how am I going to get it out? The word of God brings liberation. I pray that as you give yourself to the word of God, you will be liberated. In the name of Jesus Christ. You find the liberty that comes from the word. The deliverance that comes by the word. In the name of Jesus.